Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. And I love hearing from small business owners and employees. Let's talk about your business on this podcast. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today's stories, entrepreneurs break new ground in the growing circular economy, as it's called, and new apps identify on-demand jobs. Those stories after this. Michigan is one of the best places in the country to do business, but you don't have to take our word for it. Take Evan Lyles, CEO of Roush Enterprises, instead. For the people that are involved in product development, there couldn't be more unique and exciting opportunities that are really going to shape the future of the, of the world. It's a really exciting time to be in Michigan. Big things are happening in business here. Find out why by searching Michigan Pure Opportunity. New spin on an old practice. Some companies that focus on recycling and reuse say it's tough to get most consumers to participate, but these companies are, quote, on the path to profitability, as they say. Wall Street Journal writer Ann Cadet has a story about entrepreneurs fueling the growth of the circular economy in New York City. And what is the circular economy? Well, it's kind of a new term for an old thing. Um, it, it's, it's all about making sure that instead of, like, taking stuff out of the ground or you know, chopping down trees or whatever to make stuff and then using it up and throwing it back in the landfill, that you're trying to reuse stuff that we already have. So if you shop at Goodwill, you're participating in the circular economy. If you go to garage sales, you're doing it. If you're getting your, you know, your toaster repaired instead of throwing it away, you're in the circular economy. If you go to the library, you're in the circular economy. So it's not something that's new. But what is kind of new is that a lot of smart people who have some money are kind of investing in new ways to make it easier and cheaper to participate. So if you're not the kind of person who likes to go shopping at vintage stores, you can still find ways to, you know, get your hands on clothing that doesn't necessarily mean that we're wasting stuff that we already have. So what are a couple of these places that you found in New York City? Yeah, um... That there's a real range of different kinds of products and services out there. Um, one little business in Brooklyn that I thought was kind of interesting is called Earth Angel, and their tagline is making movies without making a mess. So there's lots of uh, TV and film productions all over New York City, and they generate a lot of waste, a lot of food, a lot of trash, the sets, all that kind of stuff. Um, and until now, there really wasn't a lot that they could do with it. Um, what Earth Angel does is they take all the, the sets and, you know, recycle them to, like, um, maybe productions that don't have as much money, or they take all the clothes and donate them to a, to a, to a charity, or they might take the used mattresses and take them to a homeless shelter. Um, and it can be a little pricey for the production, but on the other hand, then the production doesn't have to pay for all the, uh, the carding costs of, of disposing of all the stuff. And... I, it's kind of tricky for them. They get some very unusual things that they try to find homes for. Like when I talked to the owner last week, she was looking for a place to to place um, four used coffins. So oh, <laughs> it's not always easy to find ways to get rid of this stuff, but they try. <laughs> We're speaking with Ann Cadet, columnist at the Wall Street Journal. Her piece is called The Circular Economy Rolls into New York City. Are all these places physical stores? Or are they accompanied by apps and websites as well? How does it work? 
Um, a lot of a lot of the, the idea is like taking stuff that we've already been doing and moving it online to make it easier to buy and sell used goods. Um, another interesting business I looked at is called um, App Deco, and it's a little like Craigslist, and that you can go on and you can, you know, buy and sell used furniture and rugs and lamps and that kind of thing. But they've made it really easy and nice to look at, so it looks a lot more like shopping on Crate and Barrel. Um, the listings are really pretty, and it's easy to sort and search for things you want, like specific colors and styles. Um, and they also, unlike Craigslist, where you have to, like, figure out how to get your couch out of some stranger's apartments and into your apartment, they arrange for flat fee shipping. Um, so it makes the whole thing a lot easier and maybe a little less of an adventure than it used to be going on Craigslist. I like the always positive entrepreneurial spin, too, where a handful <laughs> yeah. of them said, we're on the path to profitability, just not there yet, right? Yeah, um, a lot of, uh, some of the business owners said, you know, we think we have something that people should want, but not everyone does want it, um, because it can still be a, a bit of a hassle to buy and sell used or reuse something. It's so easy to just go to Walmart and buy something super cheap and then throw it away when you're done. Um, I talked to one startup that's trying to solve this problem and give consumers an incentive to participate. They have, they have this new platform they're testing out right now where every time you buy something used or sell something or repair something, you would get points or rewards, um, like cash rewards. And down the line, they're hoping to also reward manufacturers every time one of their products is sold and then resold again to, to another consumer down the line, they would get a little cut of that. So that would sort of incentivize them to make products that last instead of products that you want to throw away. And it's all kind of space age because the, one of the founders I talked to said that eventually they want to have the whole thing run with a digital currency and run on blockchain. So <laughs> it would just be like this massive database tracking every product that has ever been bought all over the world and people like trying to earn points by, you know, reusing their toaster. Finish up with this line you included, too, and you touched on it a little bit earlier, and that's the circular economy scene even has a dedicated venture capital fund. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Um, this is another venture that's based in New York City. It's called Closed Loop Partners, um, and they're a pre-seed and seed stage funding um, venture capital fund. Typically, they'll invest you know, between maybe 150000 and half a million um, and different startups that participate in the circular economy. So they've, they've found some really interesting companies, like um, a company that's invented a 3D food printer for the kitchen, so you can take, like, your old food <laughs> and have it printed into something new <laughs> instead of throwing it away, which I think is really funny. Wow. And they've invested in um, a robotics company that uses artificial intelligence to sort waste to be recycled, which is a really difficult problem that a lot of people are working on. Um, they've invested in a t-shirt company where instead of buying a t-shirt, you kind of subscribe to the service so you'll get a t-shirt and wear it for as long as you want and then you return it and get another t-shirt. Um, so they found all kinds of interesting companies to invest in. Who knows how it'll go, but um, it sounds like everyone's having fun. Thanks, Ann. Wall Street Journal columnist Ann Cadet. Among the items that she found at a pop-up store, by the way, a $300 lamp fashioned from a rusty wheel discarded as trash in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. Also a $1,500 sofa with fabric woven from recycled plastic. There are sandals with soles made from tires. More after this. 
Lately, I've been telling business owners and CEOs all about the Alternative Board, also known as TAB. To be a successful business owner or CEO, it's a plus to have access to resources and expertise that TAB offers. Seriously, you need to look into becoming a TAB member today. For close to 30 years, the Alternative Board has helped owners and CEOs of privately held businesses through their advisory boards. The TAB boards are made up of local, non-competing business leaders who meet once a month to discuss sales, marketing, hiring, and how to manage their teams and more. Plus, you get expert one-on-one business coaching for your company's specific needs. Take my advice and check out the Alternative Board today. To start, find out if there's a TAB board seat available in your area. It's quick, and there's nothing to lose. Just go to my special website, thealternativeboard.com slash yourmoneynow. Don't wait. That's thealternativeboard.com slash yourmoneynow. Americans are becoming more accustomed to immediate gratification and instant service in many ways, right? Whether it's a same-day package delivery, food orders, quick money transfers, or hailing a ride. Why should finding a part-time job be much different? Russ Wiles, personal finance writer at the Arizona Republic, has a look at new apps that offer on-demand gigs. Russ, explain them. There's a number of them out there. I, I kind of focus on two. One is called Wonolo, W-O-N-O-L-O, Wonolo.com, and another one, Instawork.com. Uh, these are two, uh, coincidentally, um, some of their managers just happen to be launching uh, the, the service in the Phoenix metro area. I think uh, recently, and I, I had a chance to talk to some of the executives as well as some of the, you know, part-time workers who are using the services, but there are, there's, there's others, and they tend to be rolling out nationally. What's kind of interesting, uh, Wonolo, for example, has a broad range of uh, jobs, different industries, but Instawork, which I just re- referred to, is focusing only on hospitality jobs, you know, anything from maids to servers, bartenders, uh, anything in the hotel or restaurant businesses. So some of the apps are focused specialized on particular industries or other niches. Other ones are more broad. Hmm. We're speaking with Russ Wiles, personal finance columnist at the Arizona Republic, part of the USA Today Network. And he's written a piece entitled, These People Found Gigs Fast. Here's how they did it using their smartphones. And he's touched on a couple of apps. One is called Wonolo, and the other one is called Instawork. Generally speaking, are these folks who are just cobbling together uh, say, full-time hours with a number of part-time gigs, or these folks with full-time gigs who are just picking up a few extra bucks? Well, both. <laughs> I mean, as you know, a lot of people are underemployed or they're just they're maybe working a full week, and yet they're still not, they still need extra cash for whatever reason. They might pick up a Saturday shift, for example. Um, on the other hand, there are a lot of people who are working part-time jobs and, and like to do that. I, they, they, want, they don't want to, you know, set nine-to-five, five-day-a-week schedule. So it could work for both of them. It could could be feasible for someone like a teacher who has a full-time job nine months of the year and then is out for the summer. It could be, uh, you know, something of interest to a retiree who just really probably would isn't even so focused on the money as just doing something, you know, one or two days a week. So the applications are, are, are quite broad, and you, you see people from, you know, full-time, you know, cobbling together, as you said, full-time, a full-time weekly schedule to those who might just want to work a shift or two a month. How do you get paid? It depends on the service, but some of these services pay, pay you through, an, uh, an, uh, through the app, usually with a tie-in to your bank account, and... Uh, 
payment, from what I understand, is fairly quickly. You're not waiting two weeks for a paycheck. You're often being paid within 24 to 48 hours, which is another trend um, that's been proliferating lately, too. Uh, Almost instantaneous pay uh, for work, but that's another story. And the business model here is what? Uh, You are an employer and you go to InstaWork and post it. InstaWork may take a piece of the action, ultimately? Yeah, good question. The the, the employers are typically are are, are paying to... You know, to like they would with if they were working with through a temp agency or or, or whatever, they are paying the the app services uh, for the help of connecting with an employer. Uh, so yes, once that they would pay typically they would pay after a shift is completed they would pay say Winolo or InstaWork and that company would uh, remit the payment um, along to the the actual worker. And are you vetted in some way, shape, or form if you're giving your info to these apps? Yeah, I mean, to some degree. I mean, it's not as rigorous as uh, you know, you know, sending in your resume and everything. But some of them, yeah, I think most of them actually would uh, check citizen status, for example, and certainly they'd do a background check. But it's not as it's not as formal as we're we're used. To, a lot of us are used to in terms of uh, you know job searching, which might involve three referrals. Uh, Sitting down for a formal resume, I mean formal interviews. Sometimes you you hit the app and you you show up at work, you know, two hours later or a day later, and there's no intervening interview in the in the in the process. Thanks, Russ. Russ Wiles, personal finance writer at the Arizona Republic. As a small business owner, you need protection for your physical and financial assets, from general and professional liability insurance to business owners and commercial auto policies. Geico can help. Go to geicocommercial.com for your free quote and see how much you could save today. Reminder: the Small Business Report is found on our website this morning with Gordon Deal. dot com. That's also where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning, America's First News. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, send me an email, gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. That's gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal.